this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bell Ringer, the Invest Buffalo Niagara podcast. As always, I'm your host, Greg Pukerke. Today, my guest is Dr. Steven Schweitzberg from the University at Buffalo. He, he came to Buffalo from Boston. He was previously at Harvard University, and he came to Buffalo and, and really fell in love with the region, so it's, it's really interesting to hear his perspective as a half-outsider, now half-insider uh, to Buffalo. So it's a really great conversation, great episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Rate this podcast, and uh, thank you. That's it. Bye, guys. So I was reading up on your, your bio a little bit. You came from Harvard, is that right? I came from Boston. I was at Harvard Medical School, and our uh, health system was originated in Cambridge. Okay, and then, so I guess the first question I want to get into is why Buffalo? Why Buffalo? Both in for lifestyle, just quality of life, and what you love about living here so much. We were talking a little bit before, and you seem to be a Buffalo booster, and also for the medical field specifically. Sure. The... Um I spent 29 years in Boston. I was born there, but actually didn't grow up or train there. And it's a, it's a great city, but the opportunities that were put in front of me for these this adventure in Buffalo seemed so intriguing that the ability to build, grow, design uh, a, my surgical slice of the future of healthcare for a region it was phenomenal it's, it was and from a lifestyle point of view I can say that this is a high quality of life it's easy to get around people are nice Midwestern values and um, my biggest uh, my biggest frustration you know working in the Boston metropolitan area was insane amount of traffic and now um, uh, I have a very pleasant lifestyle in terms of getting around. Right. Um, so what do you, what, you talked a little bit about that opportunity that Buffalo has given you. What opportunities are there or, you know, how would you sell that to people in your field elsewhere saying, you know, this happened for you and here's these other opportunities that could happen for someone else? I, I think that this time in, in Buffalo's history is a real opportunity of, uh, of optimism. You know, when I came here, people talked about, well, you know, we've had the tough times, but things are really turning around. So this opportunity to get on a positive upward spiral rather than a negative downward spiral doesn't happen everywhere. People are looking for change. And certainly in healthcare, having been in a market where some of the changes in healthcare happen first, you know, the biggest markets gets the get change first. So I have a kind of a preview of, of what's coming to the region and could prepare, organize, uh, proselytize where, where necessary to try to bring a better healthcare system at a more affordable price with better outcomes and, and greater patient satisfaction. Yeah, I think generally we talk about that a lot, like the pitch for Buffalo or a good pitch for Buffalo is the difference that you can make too, with it being a, a smaller market and you can really affect change here, right? Yeah, I think the, you know, the markets like in New York or Buffalo or, or Philadelphia are so large with so many large players that they spend a lot of time 
competing. Where I think here, one of the opportunities, certainly at Great Lakes Health, is let's just do a great job of taking care of our patients. You don't have to, you don't have to bash anybody. You just have to do a good job with what you have in order to make care better. All right. And how much of the momentum is can be credited to the the cluster of the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus and how that shows to people outside the region? Well, I think geography is important. I think that when your assets are scattered, it's hard to see what you have. I mean, we had a children's hospital before, tucked away on a lovely street. But when you start to add all of these parts to a, a medical corridor, people come and have uh, from all over the country, from different parts of the world, and they walk around and they said, this is really happening. That it's, it's an effect that you don't see when all of your assets are scattered. Geography matters. Right, and you talked about the commute time earlier as well. Just, it almost increases the ability for collaboration. And we did a tour of the children's hospital and there's that great view from the fifth floor or something of, you could see the whole campus and there's so many uh, bridges connecting building to building up above the streets that you could you could almost walk around the campus without going outside. To you, that's the goal. There's one more bridge that needs to come into into play between the Conventus building and the medical school. And once that bridge comes into play, uh, uh, an employee or a patient could come off the subway, go into the medical school building, and go anywhere on the campus, whether it's the Conventus Building, to Children's, to Buffalo General Medical Center, to Roswell for that matter, without ever going outside. It's a real it's a real boon to patients. It's a real boon to people that need to do multiple visits to make their day efficient. It gives us a chance to take advantage of mass transportation. I think it's gonna make that uh, Main Street corridor with uh, train stops you know, a really important part of, of urban development. And it's, um, it's part of what makes being here very easy. I have companies that have come from all over the country, different parts of the world. They get off at the Buffalo airport, and in 15 minutes, they're here. Or they uh, stay at one of the local hotels, and in five minutes, they're, they're here. And their first comment to me is, this is easy. And our, our passion is, let's make it easy and make it a preferred destination. It takes less time, believe it or not, for one of our visiting professors today from New York City to leave her house, get on a plane, and come to the hospital than it does to drive to certain parts of New Jersey. So our, our uh, special sauce is we're going to make it easy, and we're going to attract business that way. When you have those people coming into town, what else are they typically impressed by with Buffalo, either lifestyle or in your field? Well, it's a tougher sell in January, obviously, with the snow. But but this is a great city, you know, for, for most of the year. We had people here all spring and summer, and they hear about the whole western New York region. And a lot of them go, we never knew. You know, everything from the Chautauqua Institution to all the events on Canal Side to going up north to Niagara-on-the-Lake. They really didn't appreciate what a great destination uh, western New York is, Buffalo in particular, uh, events on the, the river and and I I didn't know either you know and <laughs> right. uh, and I think one of the one of our challenges is reputation lags both ahead and behind reality so there's more great stuff happening here 
that nobody outside knows about. So our, our mission is to tell people, if I can get people to come here, then they're interested in doing business here. It's, um, it's not as uh, nearly as expensive as doing work in Boston or New York or Philly or California. Plenty of great restaurants, plenty of nice places to stay. Um, and we do it um, in a way that is just simpler. That's such a great point too. You mentioned the just the Chautauqua Institute, or there's great things around the entire region, and you tie that to your your easy commute times. It's all within reach. It's not unreasonable to to visit any of those places. Whereas a like a, a commute in New York City, like you said, could be an hour just to work. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's very different. I lived about 15, 16 miles from the hospital, um, and it was taking an hour and a half each way. We have trauma surgeons that live 15 miles away and that's 15 minutes from the from the trauma center. And and nobody can believe it until they see it. I um, I remember when I first got here, I was commuting back and forth because my son was in high school. It was 5.10 and I had a six o'clock flight and I was in a panic and uh, I got on the plane without any trouble. So, you know, you, you can't get that. Right. Um, everywhere, big enough to have lots of destinations and and simple enough to get around that you can still do those kinds of things. And when I talk to people in industry and in business and they talk about whether they want to uh, put on courses here, do research here, or bring their startup here, having a high quality of life and a simple transaction, that actually makes a difference. And this is the feedback that I'm getting consistently. Yeah, our, our president and CEO, Tom Kacharski, always is the line Buffalo is like the we have the fast pace of the East Coast and we have that easy relaxing vibe of the of the Midwest and you know we're kind of right in the middle which is just perfect yeah I think we're well situated you know when we talk about working in the healthcare field and you know the people's first thought is that we're isolated and they said well you know there's 25 cities it's direct flights we have access to a third of the nation's population you know People can come from you know D.C. and Pittsburgh and New York and Buffalo, well, we're in Buffalo, but you know um, Philadelphia, and they go, yeah, you really have access to a big enough slice to be relevant um, as a uh, healthcare leader, and we have some of the great uh, tourist attractions, and I've had plenty of people that have come here and they go, well, I want to spend an extra day and go to Niagara Falls. So we have we have some of those touristy things. Um, as well and we just have to keep going yeah and for a lot of what we do we we try and attract a lot of canadian companies too and we have that proximity to the border it's people don't understand how close we are it's a 15 minute drive from where we're sitting right now to get into canada you know yeah and it also means that there are canadians who um uh who have a reason to want to work in the u.s this is a great place because they can, if they have family in Toronto or Hamilton or London or something like that, uh, we can attract some of the very best uh, from that talent pool as well. So I know from, uh, again, reading, reading up on your, your bio, you have a, a big focus in innovation and our business development specialist, Olivia Hill, went to a, a speech you gave at uh, the University at Buffalo's Rise Entrepreneur Talk. Uh, how appropriate is it that the medical campus is that hotbed for the medical and life sciences field? And there's also 
43 North, the Innovation Center, and all those startups. How, how good of a marriage is that? This is a great opportunity. One of the things that we should appreciate that the university at Buffalo is the largest of the SUNY campuses, which means it's got an intellectual brain trust that we need to harness and work with startups, work with in industry. There is a flexible and reasonably industry-friendly intellectual property. That's when you talk to companies, they don't want to give away all their IP. And this is part of the conversation of what a medical corridor means. It attracts businesses and that brings even more innovation. And many of the same facilities that you use to fulfill the primary mission of a university, foremost to teach medical students or future physicians, do research, gain new knowledge, are the same facilities that you can do other forms of education, device innovation, uh, clinical trials, uh, teaching new procedures. It's, it's all the same kind of facilities. We just need to leverage it uh, more effectively. RISE stands for Research Innovation Simulation Structure and Education. So it's a superscript on the, on the S. Uh, shout out to my assistant, Kelsey, who named it and put it all together. <laughs> but, um, and it's, um, it's a great opportunity to leverage these incredible investments. I mean, it's a, you know, multiple hundred million dollar investment into Western New York to build this new school. We need to leverage every minute of every inch of the space to support the local economy as well as the primary you know, teaching research missions. And our uh, director of business development, Alan Rosenhock, is actually speaking at, at the RISE series later this month, actually. And we're excited. He'll yeah. be talking about university collaboration with economic development organizations and using that as an attraction tool, which is exciting. And, and when we can do that, then we can attract the best and the brightest of researchers and physicians. I think the Jacobs Institute that has been you know, graciously funded by the Jacobs family, focusing on neurosurgery, neurovascular, vascular disease, is, a, is an example of building a talent focus. And they're a partner with UB Rise. Um, and we want to continue that. They've got the head and neck sort of covered. We want to continue down the rest of the body <laughs> and, and build these partnerships between innovation and healthcare and, and the university classically. So what have you seen change in, in your time here in Buffalo as far as us being able to innovate, whether you know, in research or, or anything else? Well, I think there's greater, part, at least for where I am, there's greater partnerships between the health system and the university, you know, the I think we have come to have an even better appreciation that the hospital in many ways is the innovation ground that will identify problems and opportunities. And the labs and the simulation is the place where you try new ideas, uh, iterate them, make them better, bring them back. When you have a good idea, you need the investment capital, the intellectual protection, the human research. Uh, sometimes you need um, uh, inputs from the School of Engineering, maybe it's sensor technology, uh, School of Nursing, maybe it's workflow. Um, and that's really one of the powers that by getting the, the full force of the university in all the different places where we can interface, working with an active healthcare system where you can produce new ideas. And what do you think Buffalo has to 
or should be doing to further itself as, as a leader in this industry? What do you think the next step is? I think that we should aggressively uh, pursue, um, you know, really comb the world for, you know, great innovators, bring them to Buffalo, leverage the startup New York opportunities, continue to um, bring these uh, collisions with the university. We, we're working with Medtronic, for instance, and uh, we've developed a scholarship for one of our surgery residents to get his master's degree at the university, so that's tuition, doing uh, research and development at Medtronics, and they came back and they said, well, we need, we need some work in sensors, and we need some work, and oh, by the way, we happen to have that. And so we, we need to be out there networking, building relationships. One of the, the most critical pieces to all of this is actually a positive attitude, because defeatism is self-defining and it's self-fulfilling, I think you have to turn around and go, we've got a good thing going here. We should be selling our city. We should be selling the opportunity because it, it's not smoke and mirrors. It's, it's very tangible. And people come, uh, when, uh, when Olivia was there, we had the, uh, the month before we had the president of Ethicon came and he was blown away by what was going on and he had no idea. And we should leverage these investments and have them work both in the region and in the community. What role can can you or your colleagues in collaboration play in uh, in attracting new business and growing new businesses specifically? I think we need to tell them that it's not business as usual. You know, I, um, we were very, I was at Tufts University before I was at Harvard, and we were very successful in our innovation lab because we had the same attitude: we're going to make it easy. When, when you were at Tufts, you know, there was a bit of we're number two because Harvard is Harvard and you can't get around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're number two, you actually just try harder. We want to be on the national stage. We're rising. The university was number 117 out of all universities. That's a great place to be. But that just means we have 116 more places to go, which means we want to do it better. We want to make it easier. We want people to say, I'll come to Buffalo because it's so much easier than dealing with institutions that already feel that they don't have any need to give anything that um, will be more attractive in the end and we'll build our own innovation community. What's the best way for us to get that story out? Is it through the media or you mentioned networking? You know, what, what are the areas? Well, you know, when you think about how... You, you get onto the, for instance, things like U.S. News and World Report and things like that. There's a large marketing component. We have to, number one, deliver the quality. You know, it starts with the quality. And when we are satisfied that we have a quality product, whether it's patient care, management of intellectual property, research space, willingness to collaborate, when we feel that we have our ducks in a row, that we've got to make these investments and get people to come to Buffalo. I think there's there's still a lot of pain from you know years gone by, and people have to get past that in order to move forward. And we should be in every corner of the country selling ourselves and say, you should come to Buffalo because it's really great. Now, there have been other cities that have been successful doing this. I think Austin, Texas is a good example. And Austin used to be awesome 
now it's really crowded. So I think we want to hit a sweet spot before we lose uh, uh, a good thing. But one of the things that I'm really just impressed with, I get phone calls every week of somebody who wants to come back to Buffalo. They left when it maybe it wasn't you know such a great thing, and they go, we want to raise our kids here. And I have been just amazed with how much love the people have of wanting to bring families here. You know, Boston's a great city, but I didn't have people calling me all the time like, I just want to raise my kids here. It's like, right. it's, uh, we have a great thing going. We don't want to ruin it. We don't want to lose our charm, but we have a lot of capacity for continuing the economic growth in the region. Yeah, and a, a big part of it is those expats that, that know what Buffalo is. Earlier you said when you can get a company to come here, they, that's when they can be convinced, you know? It's, it's pretty amazing. So I you know, moved into a, a neighborhood. Um, I had the privilege of, of watching my house purchase be, you know, in the, in the Buffalo news and talking to my neighbors, you know, one guy lived in New York for 10 years and he says, oh, quality of life is much better here. And another guy was in DC, oh, quality of life, much better here. This is a high quality of life area and we should be, um, we should be proud of it and we should be using that to our advantage. And most importantly, this podcast itself is helping spread the word. We're we're doing the work right now. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you, somebody who came from the from the outside, if you, if you're a business and you want to find a place where you get a good value and and great people that want to continue to uh, expand and build on this economic development, this is really a city you should be looking at for sure. Awesome. Uh, just a last few hard-hitting journalistic questions. We have a blizzard round for you. Uh, quick, quick five or six questions. If you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? I would be uh, pralines and cream. Okay. A little nutty, but with a good flavor. Yeah, that's good. Uh, favorite number? Uh, 22. Is it your birthday? No, it's my wife's favorite number, and I'm and I'm I'm lining up with her. Well, that's good. I, as long as you don't pick your birthday, that's my pet peeve. <laughs> uh, text or phone call? Uh, text. Okay. Bills or Sabers? Patriots. Oh, hiking or skiing? Uh, hiking. And chicken wings, drumstick or flat? Uh, drumstick. I'm going to edit out the Patriots. <laughs> Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Bellringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.